welcome to our next episode. We are living in a world that is constantly and rapidly changing. As we can see from the example of the current pandemic, everything can be different compared to today. Along with this, there is a constant change in values. When I think about values, many questions come to my mind. What do we actually understand by values? Why does a change in values occur? What factors trigger it? And how do I personally deal with the change in values? Because of all these questions, we invited somebody who fortunately knows a lot more than I do. Our guest for today is Sandra Yawesli. She's an expert in all topics regarding people and organizations, as well as in many different fields like reverse mentoring, mental health, coaching, and so many more. I could possibly go on forever. Thanks to her variability and experience in a whole lot of positions and industries, she's also involved in various organizations. Thank you, Sandra, for being here. Thanks a lot, dear Nicholas, um, to talking with you about this exciting topic. It's all my pleasure. I would suggest we just start right away. Um, Sandra, as my short introduction suggests, our topic for today is the constant change in values. And at first, I would like to delimit the terminology together with you. So um, what would you say? What is your definition for values in the context of value change? Okay, as a first, the definition of a value, according to Rosenstiel, a value is a conception of the desirable that is explicitly or implicitly characteristic of an individual or a group, and it influences the selection of accessible ways, means, and ends of action. The change in values can be defined as follows. The change of mediated constructs with orientation characters for the individual, the disappearance of a traditional values like achievement hierarchical thinking, the emergence of new values like sustainability and shift of values. Thanks a lot for pointing that out. So now that we learned this, I want to know, I, I want to talk about that the biggest factor currently affecting our society is obviously the prevailing Corona pandemic. And this has changed things that are particularly important to us and also the values that shape our society. Um, I think we can all in some way uh, relate to this. But um, which other factors could cause a change in values because something like a, a global pandemic is, is not an everyday occurrence for sure? Mm -hmm. You talked about a very important um, thing, the pandemic. Uh, normally, the hard facts are forcing changes of values. That means war, natural disasters, discoveries and sciences, also innovations whereby many innovators are first ridiculed, then do they remain sustainable. And also the demographic change is a very important thing. Yeah, I think that's very important to point out because we're not just talking about pandemics because we're talking about um, values at a general thing. And I think when we're talking about values, Values influences not only in our private life, but also in our everyday professional life. And I, would, I want to know um, what are the current values in the working world and how do you think they will develop in the future? Mm -hmm. And the change from materialism, focus to have, 
To post-materialismus focus to be and be free signifies First point, work is no longer a duty. The achievement is losing importance. Second point, leisure time is more and more in focus. Emphasis on one's own enjoyment of life, other words, hedonistic. Emphasis on self-realization and also gender equality or own health, profit and economic growth are more and more questioned. And you see, we are actually in discussions about new work to correspond with new values as follow. How can I live my purpose? We will have a new demand of a good talent management and new professions. How can I spend a lot of time for me and my family? So we need new working models. What are new roles in family for men and women? That means the change of general conditions for work, life, being. Health is very trendy. Therefore, we notice investment in physical and mental health and money is not the focus. Instead of this, more fun, meaningful contribution for society summarized new problems, new professions and new solutions. Thanks a lot, Sandra. Um, now that we clarified what are the values, um, I want to go one step further because as with any change, it is certainly not easy for everyone uh, to deal with the change in values. And what can I do personally to keep up with the change? Do you have any tips for, for me and as well for our listeners, um, who are, for the people who have a hard time with change and what can they do to cope better with the whole situation? Mm -hmm. It is for every change <laughs> quite the same time you know it. I recommend to take other perspectives. A good method for organizations or people is to reverse mentoring. So um, juniors are coaching seniors. Uh, different generations are talking together. The new generation, generations are living more and more new values. They can talk about their points of view and vice versa. So it is a possibility to understand the different values and everyone can choose what values are actually in the focus. They can discuss about new working models and about other important topics, business or private life. Another way is a personal pit stop for everyone. Ask questions like, what is my vision of life? Or am I happy with my present situation? Another question, should I change something and why? Do I know my values and am I acting the right way? So normally when people recognize a pain, they are ready to change something and jump out of the comfort zone. Every change process is challenging. You know this, <laughs> accept emotions, learn to let old things go, try new things, define realistic goals, celebrate successes, let yourself be uncompanied. Thank you, Sandra, I'm totally with you. <laughs> um, yeah, for example, the part with reverse mentoring out of personal experience. Mm -hmm. um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sandra, since our podcast is based on a change management environment, 
I would be very interested to know about the role of change management in the change of values. We have every time for change management, um, same points also for values. I think there are a few actions who are very important for every kind of change, not only value change. Leading people should follow these important, important points. But first of all is the communication about the sense of change. Why should we change our behavior or value? People need to understand why. So then you can first merge and discuss about personal values as a company values and define team values. People should talk about emotions and visions together. Someone should coordinate values, goals, acting and the knowledge management. Another point, employers should be the focus. Another point, forcing networking, give a learning platform to train new processes, new behavior, etc. And for, for the sustainability, give people reflection tools, like spaces and time. Thanks once again uh, for sharing these really interesting insights, Sandra. Um, I think especially your tips on how to deal with the value change will support or will hopefully support um, a lot of our listeners in the future. But before I can let you go, uh, I'm curious to hear what you'll have to say in our reoccurring shift, uh, shift checkout. Maybe you have already tuned in in one of our latest episodes, but I will uh, come up with three questions for you to answer. Are you ready? Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, first question, what's been different for you today compared to yesterday? Um, first of all, the rapid technological development. Um, I miss my Hermes baby. It was a typewriter. No, it was it's really a joke. <laughs> Change of mindset and jobs because of digitalization and globalization. You know it. And the more and more volatile and complex situation. So I think the self-discipline is even more required with the flood of media information. There is a lot in motion according mindset for business and private life. For example, leadership mindset, from concentrated to a shared responsibility, that means hierarchical organizations, formalization, centralization are losing importance. Leadership is focusing on collective thinking, networking, autonomy and shared responsibility and knowledge on spending time in people developing and trust them. That sounds great. So let's just move on to question number two. Question number two is, what do you hope has changed in 100 years from now, Sandra? <laughs> I can only talk about my dreams. So uh, first totally dream, <laughs> hopefully. The age or gender doesn't matter anymore. Another point, that a lot of people can live her purpose and the lifelong learning is a matter of course. Equality rights of all levels are realized and people are thinking in a we culture. They respect each other and money is no more the main issue. That would be nice. <laughs> Sounds great for me. I think we can mm -hmm. agree on that. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's quickly move to the last question, maybe the most important question. Um, Sandra, what is your shift mantra for the week? And please keep in mind, our shift mantra always starts with shift happens, so. <laughs> shift happens, so be aware of what you are worth. That sounds like the perfect way to end this podcast. Sandra, thanks a lot for being our guest. Thanks a lot for sharing all those interesting insights with us. Many, many thanks, Niklas. That was Shift Happens. Make sure to follow us on Siemens FM, the Siemens My Learning World, Spotify, and everywhere under the hashtag Shift Happens. Thank you.